Hello, folks. It is me, Christopher Galanti, with another episode of Galanti and Chill. Chill, chill, chill. This is the week of December 5th. And in this month, I tackle one of the big three. Those three <laughs> being Mr. Bean, Pee Wee Herman, and the subject of tonight's discussion, Ernest P. Worrell. And with me, of course, is Stephen O'Teary. Pleasure to be here. Devin Kopeck. Hello. And Jonathan Suarez. Hi. Now, I brought those three, those two other guys up because I feel like those are the perfect comparisons. Oh, me and Steve, you talk about, right? <laughs> 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 you and Steve are Ernest. Me, That's Steve, and Mr. Bean are the tr- are the holy trinity. <laughs> oh, so I, I'm not even in the conversation? <laughs> no, you're not. 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 I'm a Tay. Di- no, not Tay Diggs. What the, fuck's his, what the fuck's his name, Diggs. Steve? No, I like it. Tay Diggs. Tyrese. The no, Big Mamas or whatever. Oh, um, uh, oh God. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Perry. I'm a Tyler Perry. Let's rewind. Yeah, that. Let's, let's, go back, let's go back. Let's go back to. Let's go back to. to ta- I'm a big uh, Tyler Diggs. Perry guy. I like Tay Diggs better. You are the Tay Diggs of, of our trio. You could you could put a bullet or gun to my head, and I don't think I could tell you a single Tay Diggs movie. <laughs> House on Haunted Hill. Oh no! You just—I think you just gave Chris an idea for that. Uh, Tay Diggs. filmography. <laughs> oh man! Oh yeah, House on Haunted Hill. Rent. Oh, Equili- um, oh, he's in equilibrium. That's before right. we jump into everything, I want to make two bit two announcements about Galani and Chill, of course. Um, those being what we're going to be watching for the months of December and January. Because I already figured that Whoa. out. Whoa. Um, for the month coming up, December, we will be watching the Matrix trilogy leading up to yes. the fourth Matrix movie. I, we had. To, I felt like you were, you weren't fully on board with that idea initially, but I'm I glad you are now. It and I was like. Three movies, easy for December. We're all going to mm-hmm. be busy. You know? We're all going to do karate in, in our trench coats. Oh, boy. Hell I'm yeah. psyched. But yes, uh, and it leads up perfectly to the 22nd, which is when The Matrix Resurrected comes out. Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Resurrection. Whoa. Yeah. Um, but is January, it- I also figured out January. January, we will we, we will be watching the entire filmography of Nicholas Winding Renfrew. Oh, oh my God, yes! Which I'm very yes. excited about. Can we do that in a whole in one day? Can we watch that <laughs> in one day? That is ten movies, John. I would like oh, to see you go. try. I would like to see you try that, my man. <laughs> I'm up. I'm down for it. But um, yeah. Um, that's. I was gonna. Oh, ask man, you guys gonna be too. Tough for me. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys too if if you wanted to do a movie on Friday this week because Sam's oh. making Christmas cookies and my mom's going to watch the baby for like. Are you going to make her watch Neon Demon? Be like Sam, we're making we're watching Neon Demon. <laughs> I think she did watch it with me. I think okay. she did watch Neon Demon. I mean, listen, me. this month's only three movies, John. So if you want to get a jump on it, that's more. That's fun. I mean, too. I was thinking more along lines of the of director's cut of Miss Mar, but I, I don't know. Fuck yeah, that's a good idea. Yo, Christmas, cookies and, Christmas cookies, and Christmas cookies, and Midsummer, please. Yes. Oh, I, like I support that plan for sure, dude. Let me know. Friday, okay. I'm I'm free. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure this out later. We'll figure this out later. 
So um, I, I'm, I'm curious, fellas, would you like to jump right into earnest or should we talk about some new stuff that's happening uh, this week? Can I? I just want I think I I, I need to get this out of me. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. So what, let's do. Let's go with the new stuff. Let's focus on what we what we watched, <laughs> what we're excited about. And then we'll sure. Jump so I watched a movie today. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a little upset it took me this long, but I watched finally got around to watching Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, with a balmy 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, man, I think I liked it a lot, like for about 70% of it. I was like, this is kind of exactly what I wanted it to be. Um, but man, oh man, is there a gigantic character assassination in this movie? Uh, <laughs> there's imagine. kind of two. There, there's really, Who is it? Uh, is it, Leon is it S. Leon? Kennedy is... <sighs> I knew the it. worst character. Ah, it's not oh the no. actor. It's not the actor. He's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. he's an idiot. He's the fuck up. Like he's he's the guy who has like the rich he's dad. The, he's the Star Lord in Infinity War Part One. No, he's worse than that. Okay, so what? there's a scene. Okay, oh so there's a scene. I'm just. I'm. This is just a. There's a scene story. where he actually uh, hits the the <laughs> enable a nemesis button. So okay, wait. Slack. So so basically, so basically, <laughs> liquors in. There's a lot of there's a lot of like true to life video game. Like the movie almost starts with like the truck driver eating that big juicy hamburger. Ooh. Like so you're like oh it's like okay we're just like we're just gonna get blatant with it right. Yeah. But so there's the scene where the truck driver turns into a zombie and crashes the the truck but before i explain what happens next uh we get to leon we get introduced to leon kennedy somewhere between that and uh leon is actually he's like he's waking up in a motel room and he's like hung over and i was like oh they're like they're doing that fun deep cut where like leon was like drunk and hung over on his first day um but then they just kind of keep adding to that and he's just more of an idiot so Leon is guarding the front and by guardian, I mean, he's just at the, he's on front desk duty. The <laughs> doors are open. The truck is barreling towards him. And this movie does take place in 1998. So Leon's just hung over with a Walkman and he's just listening to music and I he's mean, kind of passed kind of, out. That's kind of cool though. No. Like yeah. But then the truck crashes, explodes and Leon still doesn't notice. <laughs> And the doors are oh, he's like so yeah, stupid. They didn't have they didn't have active noise canceling headphones. At the yeah, no, he's just a. F- oh, and then like there's then like in a, it's actually kind of cool. Like then the zombie walks out of the explosion and he's entirely on fire, and he is about an inch away from eating Leon, and then Chief Iron saves him. Um, Does and Leon, is Leon kind of Magoo his way through the whole movie? Or <laughs> yes, he's very Magoo. Well, I mean, I'm kind of this now. He's I'm not competent. Now. All right, and then so there's <laughs> uh, so let me get to the other one. Let I don't know, Steve. Steve, one. what do you think? I think I think I'm kind of into it so far. He's I mean, <laughs> he's like the guy who's like, how does a shotgun work? Like he doesn't like Claire has to show him how to use a shotgun. Awesome. And then yeah, all right, and then on. you know the guy, you know the scumbag guy, like the the guy, the reporter dude. He like no. gets to jump on Leon in the jail cell and takes Leon's gun and he's like, "Oh, up the yeah. gate!" And Leon's like, oh, "Don't shoot me, man!" Like it's the dude that he's gets really inept by Mister X, right? Yes, yes, he's insanely inept. Can I ask um, you a question? Uh, if Leon had a fishing rod, would he get the hook stuck on the back of his pants? <laughs> he would get it stuck in his own mouth. Oh he my! Would, god. <laughs> oh jeez, I did it again. Oh, yeah, he is. He is very dumb. Um, <laughs> then the other one is a. It's um. So Wesker's in it. Oh, all right. Wesker plays a sweet guy. Oh. 
Uh, and he's dating Jill Valentine. Oh, no, come on. Plays, he swear to God. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. Uh, you, don't, you don't have to talk about this anymore. No, no, but Leon, but I'm sorry, but Wesker's not, he's not, he's not like in on it, right? He, oh, but man. he is. He is and he's not. Wait, like, what? He what literally. What are you like, talking like, about? Like, I don't so basically, I feel saying. like the writer of this movie is like, I fucking love Wesker and I hate Leon Kennedy. Wow. And I think he just like swapped their, their like, intelligent levels essentially <laughs> like yeah yeah it's it's not like, like well, it's so stupid that i'm like yes 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 and then it just kind of really just there's a lot of characters that it just like drops the ball on so near it, the end so and Devin, just, where, where does this sit amongst the the the, the resident evil films? i was oh uh, man resident evil films i'm gonna say it's better than a good majority of them okay is it better than the first the first one uh, yeah, probably. Like, is really? it better made? No, but like, is it more true to like what I wanted to watch in a Resident Evil movie? Absolutely. I don't know, man. Well, I got great news for you. Jill and Wesker together. I, I mean, the, uh, it's like no. it's like so basically like That's pretty Claire. Bad, so Claire breaks into Chris's house and then he sees a picture of like them, the stars team, and she's like, "Oh, still pining over Jill, huh?" Big, you know, dream big, buddy. Break, uh, dream big, oh my, my brother. God. Like, you know, she's like, she's all about Wesker. She's, dream he's like, oh, we should brother. split up, and she's like, oh, I'll go with you, Wesker. And he's like, fuck, trying to, trying to figure out what's going on in this mansion. How cheap did it look? Um, God damn it, it's pretty cheap. It had a, it had a, it had a twenty-five okay. million dollar budget. You, okay, um, do you guys remember when we saw that Purge movie, like the one of the last Purge movies, where like they just the it's first dark. Purge? No, no, no. It's like one of the later ones where it's just like in a in a black room and they're just shooting and then like because there's no budget, so they're like, all right, just like show up and shoot like you know the bullets and it's right. like the whole act. It's like that happens in this movie where mm-hmm. Chris is just like fighting a thousand zombies in a, in, a, like in the in mansion a dark, in a dark warehouse of a room yeah like <laughs> so i'll say this it was i was like traveling comfortably in good sit territory until maybe the last like third of it you think they ran out of money because i i heard no that they i think built, it just, like a bunch of the sets yeah like dude the mansion looked great um the one thing is Ra- raccoon city is not really a city it's more like basically a really run down like village almost like raccoon village village. (laughs) like i'm like there's no like skyscrapers right it's just like it's just it's like a suburbs with a gigantic police station raccoon town yes so (laughs) so it was it was kind of comfortably in there and then they just kept (laughs) dropping the ball and and then uh there are some bad effects like that we all know but man the the birkin stage like one is hilariously bad oh man it's all is it cgi or practical um it's it's a mix and it's a a, like it it's not clean at all (laughs) it's not a good mix and it's just um i'm trying to think of the actor who's if like i I like this actor and if he's in it though it also kind of tells me this is pretty low this is going to be a pretty low quality neil mcdonald Neil McDonald. He was in uh he's in a lot of movies. He he played Dum Dum Dugan. He played he was oh, in he, uh, he was M. Bison oh, in the, yeah. uh, the the story of Yeah, Tom yeah, yeah. He was M. Bison um, in the Chun Li one. <laughs> Is he yeah. Wesker? No, he's Birkin. He's Birkin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and then there's like so you guys remember like when Sub Zero showed up in um in Resident Evil 
I'm sorry, Resident in Mortal Kombat Apocalypse, and then he just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we never saw him again. Yeah. That happens to Lisa Trevor. Oh boy. Oh. Yeah, she's like, oh, there's Lisa Trevor, and then she 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 CQCs a lictor to death, uh, and then and then she's like, because like they used to be friends in an orphanage. Oh it's really God. good, guys. Oh, <laughs> that sounds so bad. It's actually great. Oh, yeah, this, I, this movie is apparently a uh, a box office bomb. Yeah, that's it, it is been out since november 24th and it still needs a million dollars worldwide and as we all know the resident evil series the mil- the milla resident evil series made buco bucks it made yeah. buco bucks <laughs> like this is like this is kind of cl- way closer to what i wanted to see in a resident evil movie though you know yeah i get that uh it's well speaking on the same vein of resident evil i watched the Silent Hill films. Oh, one, uh, Silent Hill and Silent Hill Revelations. I think is that the three. I never one? watched the, yeah. the second one. I watch yeah, I never watched the second one either. All right, so the first one because I watched this one years ago, and I I remember because in my head I was like I remember being impressed by at least how it looked, like how they got Silent Hill to look. Yeah, I remember like I kind of have fond memories of the first one. Outside of it, it's a little corny, but like. I liked, I'll say this, I really liked the, when the sirens go off, I felt like that was a really cool moment when the, it happened in the movies, because you're like, okay, now things are like, shit's yeah, about like, to go down. That and first I, movie captures the feel, but it's definitely like a really dumbed down. It's movie. a mix of one and two, isn't it? I really don't like the female cop that's with them. Like, she's oh, really she's, she's really she's bad. She's a really bad actress. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris, like, you shut your mouth. I don't <laughs> it's it's weird because that first one it feels like they were like what if we made all the characters just blonde ladies blonde white ladies and it's like you can't have like eight blonde white ladies all standing in like the same scene together oh boy um like you know, you know. I like I like. There Alice. are many people you could put in these scenes. <clears throat> oh, like, that is uh, Lori Holden, by the way. I liked uh, Al- Allison Lohman. That's she's in that, right? Is that the main character? That Yeesh. is no. She might. It's Rada Mitchell. The is mom who takes the place of Harry. Who Harry is okay. Sean well, I'm gonna Bean, explain. Right? I'm gonna explain the second one. So, so in this one, they're the De Silva family. And instead of Cheryl, her name is Sharon, the little girl. Uh, and the mom takes Harry's place from the game, and her name is Hannah. I I've watched this movie yesterday, <laughs> two days ago, and I forget because it because the second one makes the movie go through some fucking jump ropes to redo the names, which is kind of fucking wild. Mm. But like, I think that movie's dumb. But I think like it captures the feel. Of Resident Evil, or of Silent Hill, the town. It's like the aesthetics accurate to the game. The aesthetics of the game are there. It's the acting and the screenplay that. Yeah, worked. yeah, and like the stuff that the stuff that the, like the screen, like the the because I think the director is also the writer of that. I, I'm I I think, uh, and he keeps trying to add stuff where it's like because you got Sean Bean. Yeah. And like, it's like, I'm going to have a bunch of stuff where Sean Bean is like looking at paperwork and talking to cops from the town next over. And it's like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. There's like a fucking like weird demon girl curse town. Steve, they probably had Sean Bean for like three days and they had to get as many shots. Dude, he's doing his best too. Like, he's, he's always good. Like that guy, he could fucking 
He could be in a Mr. Magoo. Why do I keep saying Mr. Magoo? Because yeah. Devin said Magoo. I said Magoo. Yeah, be, like, I didn't say anything. anything. But um, let me talk about the second one. Okay, so the second one. That's the one with um. Hold on. I don't know where I was going with, with that. Uh, so, <laughs> Sorry. So the second one is directed um, by Nicholas Wendon Reffin. Yeah, yeah, that was that one. <laughs> it's, There's my it's, joke. It's it's the girl. She's grown up now, and Sean Bean uh, is like. We have to travel and we have to change our names all the time whenever we go to a new town. I'm Harry Mason and you're Heather Mason. And like, so wait, wait, she calls herself Harry Mason? No, no, no. Her name is Heather Mason, but he's Harry Mason. I'm sorry. He, I thought, I thought it was still the mom and she called herself. No, no. The mom is, the mom is stuck in Silent Hill. That's right. Yeah. So are they trying to unfuck? the the chronology of the games and the movies is that no so the the reason they're doing that is because the the cult from the town is still after them after all these years they're still trying to bring sharon back to silent hill and so she's going to like her new school for the first day where she meets her romantic interest kit harrington He plays a high schooler and this is Uh, like three years into game of thrones yeah this is three years and it's like i'm like I don't remember him looking this baby like in Game of Thrones. He's like, got that beard, man. It's yeah, weird, dude. I mean. Um but uh this movie it feels cheaper than the first one. Like um it is definitely trying to like right some wrongs, but like it's still some of that hokey ass stuff from the first one, unfortunately. And it it's just like that but without like the really cool like we have a whole fucking abandoned fucking mining town. To yeah. See this ad, yeah. So. Well, is That's this kind of? I'm just looking at screenshots. Is this kind of based off three? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, like in the same outfit. The, yeah. She goes to the mall. Uh, they they have to go to Silent Hill, like because because Harry goes missing. Does um, Kit Harrington survive? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I fell asleep at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't bother putting it back on. That's, I guess that's acceptable. So my but review it, is I fell asleep out of 10. Oh, boy. Okay. A good funny. sleep. A good sleep. Ah, good sleep. Oh, a good sit. A good sleep. That's when a good sit isn't as good as it should be. Yeah, I will say this, sleep. though. I, in, the, in the first Silent Hill, I am a huge fan. Of, um, of Maria, or not? No, no she's of, not even of in that movie. Pyramid Head when he rips that woman's skin off and throws it. I, I was into, I was into the awesome. first one because of, because Pyramid Head was in it. Like they actually, yeah, like, I, I agree. Know. I think but Pyramid then, like, Head is the strongest part of that movie. But the thing is, like, removed a couple years. It's like I don't know. Maybe they shouldn't have made the movie. Pyramid Head and the setting, like that. If you get at least that right, you're you're on the right track. With Silent right, Hill, right. And now I know I know what Tim's saying right now. Tim's sitting here listening to the podcast, and and he's like, uh, "Pyramid Head is a guilt demon of James Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> he's hearing to other people. Um, <laughs> it's because he's cool, Tim. It's because and you want to cool. put him in. You want to put him in that song. He's right? a you know? D two. You can't explain that, Tim. Yeah, he's in every other fucking pyramid. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. Death by Daylight. <laughs> he's the he's the main character, right? Wait, yeah, so yeah, which one of you told me he breaks the rules of the in-universe game? The rules of fucking Dead by That's yes. insane to me. Yeah. So, so like, is he their he's, salvation? He's, like in the greater lore, is like are they gonna have to lean on? I don't on think he's their salvation, out? but I also don't think he's he's 
their their well he is their enemy because he is he's also, not that guy pal he's he, is, guy. He, is, he is purposefully killing the the, the survivors so the entity can't feed on their emotions this is just a rip off of freddy versus jason <laughs> a little bit a little bit <laughs> i'm just saying a little bit well, uh, <laughs> do we have anything else? Anything else we've seen this week? Uh, seen? Watched the first episode of Arcane. Oh. I really liked it. I really liked it, Devin. Oh, you weren't, you weren't kidding. Man, you weren't everybody that watches it really likes it. It's fucking great. You know, yeah. John, you know what I think it is? It's just like one of those like swirling images of color and it's just hypnotizing people no, <laughs> there's no. no actual substance it's there's just nothing. colors on the screen it's flashing lights that are somehow oh! inhibiting joy <laughs> this is you know this is typical republican it's a, it's, a, it's a good it's a good um fantasy slash it's um, a cool universe right universe yeah like yeah there's a, there's a lot of fun stuff going on and i i, yeah. I, I listen i will say there's a bit of imagine dragons in there a little too much imagine there's a dragons. little too much imagine dragons <laughs> yeah there's there's always like in like every two episodes there's like a imagine dragons cover song um which is fine like watching friday night lights all over again. <laughs> yeah but hey chris you know what everybody likes friday night lights yeah, so it's a good show i'm it's not a great I yeah. won't arcane that. is the friday night lights, lights of, of 2021 yeah um no I, you know i'll say this really quickly i'm not gonna dive too deep into it uh well one i finished midnight mass um good but kind of everything i said last time last week kind of still applies to it but it's it's a cool story um i do recommend but like i wouldn't say like stop everything you're doing and watch it now and then i made i did a cardinal sin uh where i watched the i rewatched the first episode of cowboy bebop the anime Oh, and then watch the first live action episode. <laughs> How did you do that? Just to do the most immediate comparison that I could. Why? Why? Wait, Why? so you really love the sh- the live action show, man, right? <laughs> oh yeah, that's the better one for sure. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like uh, in Temple of Doom when they give uh, Indiana Jones the drink, and he's like, oh, oh and he's just like writhing. <laughs> it, listen, it's not, it's not that bad, but it's just the comparison is just it's like you're like, oh my god, it's so Night much day. better. The anime, because it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's so much you, you are beating better. a dead horse here, Devin. I know, no, I know, I know, I know. Right. But like, I didn't dislike the first, the the you know, again, if we're doing a direct comparison, sure, it doesn't stack up. But like, the actual show, I didn't hate, like, I didn't dislike it. I just was like, oh, okay, it's a little dorky in places where I think Cowboy Bebop's a lot cool. Like the anime's a lot cooler where this just I think I think it's on purpose. I think it's purposely trying to be a little dorky at times. Mm. Um just because the way the the they do the, some quick zooms and just like sound effects and the way they little, shoot some things. A little on the nose sometimes and on purposefully. I yeah, think. exactly. Like I some of it feels very purposefully. But I could also see the complaint of being like it's almost like the naked gun. The <laughs> it's like the naked gun version of Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, like that's for me, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm alright with that. I mean, what like, I really need to do <laughs> again, what I really need to do Leslie because I'm a piece Nielsen. of shit right now, <laughs> is I need to watch more fucking uh Doom Patrol. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I've watched a, I watched a few more, but I'm still I'm still behind on it. You're still shitting your pants. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have stopped shitting my pants. Yeah. <laughs> no more shit in our pants. I was shitting my pants the other day. Did I did shit my pants on Tuesday. Oh, man. oh boy. I'll say it right now. I had a stomach bug. Oh uh, uh, yeah. The Ernest movies. It was bad. 
I had uh, I didn't <laughs> have the that. <laughs> I had I, I had the White Claw stomach bug where he's trying to claw, it's trying to claw its way out of you. Yeah, trying ah, to poop, but trying to claw its way out. It of might me. be a hundred calories, but I'm coming for your pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, uh, you know, I guess do you want to just talk about this now because uh, the, there was the first look trailer for Spider-Man across oh, the okay. oh, so we're part one current events here. I mean, just because it's so it's so juicy, it's so juicy, so, it's too juicy to wait. Looks terrible. Moving on. Um, <laughs> that looks so good, man. Yeah, dude. You know what? Who, whoever, somebody said it, and I was like, oh, they're right. This is like we're gonna see this trailer before we see like the spark, like no, no way home. Yeah, and we're like, fuck. Yeah. Well, in the beginning, in the beginning be of way better. in the beginning of it, it says, "Meanwhile, in another Spider Verse, another another universe, it's going yeah. to be yeah. after it." Then, that so like implies. that makes me think that like this was meant to be like bolted on to No Way Home. Yep. Yep. Uh, oh, like this is going to be the stinger. The stinger or the like beginning. A, of it's it. going to be like I a three minute clip. I think it's. I think Are they, they like to put it at the beginning of it? John, they're totally going to. They're just going to shove this into that movie and you're gonna hate it but maybe they so should much. put it at the end of it i think i think at the end of it is a bigger is better than at the beginning of it <coughs> you're gonna be like what like john like you said where you'd be like i want to see the better movie yeah why would they why would they like why would they like hurt They're themselves for sure well why would they hurt themselves by putting a, a trailer for the better one they're trying it is sony it is sony they're though. trying to be hip yeah. they're trying to hook onto the hip thing you know God, like oh like, this this looks so good, dude. And uh, again, I'm a, I'm kind of a, I'm, I'm a 2099 that, stand that man. Art style when they hit was that 2099? Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Woo, dude! It looks like <laughs> fucking um saw bass. Like it, yeah. like it looks like a saw bass intro. Like yeah. so fucking cool. Very cool. Very um very interesting too because I feel like Devin, you brought this up that it looked a little like test footage. A little bit, like you know? like when he when he first drops into like the twenty ninety nine because his, his outfit changes to a really a much more simpler design. Like I feel like that um, was shown to investors. Oh my god! You know how this, you know? What? Just give him the fucking give give him the Oscar right now. Why would you need to show anything to an investor? <laughs> That's yeah. a good point. Show yeah, the but movie. at the same time, even if this is just how it looked all day, give yeah, it to dude, me. I could watch an entire movie that looked like that too. Same here. But oh, you know, it's yeah. it's gonna. I know this is gonna be like a phenomenal feat of just animation. Maybe they put this in front of the well, new Spider-Man movie because they want to soften the blow that Tom Holland do you, gained do you, like do you eight want, pounds. <laughs> do you want John to just walk out of the theater as soon as he sees it? He's he's like, John's just like, I'm done. I'm satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> takes his hat, his coat in his arm, and he just oh, puts man. his hat back on and takes uh, the part one. You know, I'm a sucker too. The him. part one got me, man. I was like, what part one? What? It's a movie I, too big. I don't know. I can't. Uh-oh. I'm kind of disappointed by part one. I don't know. I kind of. Oh, you I don't. don't you don't like that it's going to be two parter. I'd rather just be. <coughs> excuse me. Just be surprised that it's a two parter. You know. Mm, I guess. Instead oh, of going like, in, like it ends yeah, with the part one. Instead of go. Instead of like going into it knowing that it's incomplete. I, I don't know if that's even a fair. Well, okay, John. It's going to end. It's going to end with Tom Holland being like, "Hey, it's me. Let's team up." And John's John, just gonna... that's, that's what I did with Dune. And then I crossed yeah, but... my fingers to hope that it, they make it the second. Oh part. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the 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 saving grace for that would be like if 
they're doing both of them now. Um, yeah, and then and then the next one comes out like next year or sooner than they're shooting. Because when, when did the when did when did Into the Spider Verse come out? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. It was the it was um the year Infinity War is better. Yeah, it was that year. <laughs> John's just like real funny. Sharpening a dagger. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the anti fanny <laughs> list. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. It says the opposite. Have you guys seen the poster yet? Of I don't, was that movie? like real? Was that live official? Was that legit? Uh, oh man, you're right. It might not be, but <laughs> I hope it is. Yeah, I don't know. Because I you? think I think this has I think this has um. This shot, does not what, look legit. I don't know. You don't think? Oh, you're probably right. Why does it say into the Spider Verse two? Like, wasn't is it? Supposed oh to be no! Part damn one? it! You're right. I'm embarrassed now. Oh. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed for you. Yeah, you know get what? the hell out of here, will you? I just hope Venom's in it, guys. Oh, get the hell out! Of here. <laughs> get out of here! All right, all right. No Venom, but you got Morbius, Monkey's Paul. Ooh, Ooh. Devin. Uh, no Morbius, but you got Blade. Ooh, that's not a Monkey's Paul. That's a yeah, pure that's a Venom. That's a human. <laughs> That, that is a okay. that is a Planet of the Apes ape hand with a with John. a notable thumb. <laughs> it's the John. ultimate. It's the ultimate hand. John, you get more. You get it's Koba, blade. It's Koba's hand with a opposable yeah. hand and John, a sniper you get rifle. Blade, you get Blade literally next week, uh, but it's it's a team up movie with Morbius where he takes up. I mean, I would take it. Yeah, you know, I would take it. I would take it. I would take it. Hold on, I would take it. I'm gonna make it worse. You get the you get the Blade no. film. You get the Blade film next week. But they had to replace um, Rashal Ali. Rashal Ali with Rashal Myers. With Michael Mike Myers. Myers. With Michael Myers. The serial killer comedian Mike Myers. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? I'm I would okay. be in the entire time he does. Dude, I'll be protesting. I would. I would storm. <laughs> I would storm the the Capitol for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good reason to go. <laughs> I would start the capital for that. That's a, yeah. that's a better reason to go to the capital. Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> Fuck, dude. I, was, I, have a, I actually have a funny story. Um, I was sh- like I told you guys earlier, I was shopping for Christmas gifts. Yeah. Um, in Target, and then I had to call my cousin, uh, who I was shopping for for her kids, and um, I was like, yeah, what do they want? Like, and we were like on Facetime or whatever. Uh, so I was like, kind of talking a little loud, and other other people around us could hear us. And she's like, they were like, oh, she, they want Paw Patrol stuff. So I was like, okay, who do I get? Who what for who? And she was like, oh, get um Sky for this one, and then get Chase for for this one. And I was like, Chase, that's the cop, right? <laughs> and uh. <laughs> she's like, yeah. I was like, she, I was like, he's not allowed to like Chase Could, because he's a cop. And there was a there was a woman. Like right next to me, it's like the turnaround gave me the nastiest look. <laughs> and I looked at her, I was like, I wish you would say Blue Lives Matter. I wanted to say that so bad. Do it. I say wish it. you would say it. it. Say it, please. You buy Chase. If you like him so much, you buy yeah. Chase. Oh, yeah. you'd probably crush yeah, buy- Chase if you had to get to the Capitol. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, oh my God, fucking turn around, dude. Shut up. I'm not. I'm talking to my cousin about Paw Patrol, and I made, yeah, yeah, I made relax, a fucking lady. joke. I made a joke. Chill out. 
also fuck you too at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and fuck, fuck the cops. Matters. ACAB. Fuck you and ACAB. Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. No, I don't. Man. I just don't think. I think if anyone gets a pass, it's Chase. He's a dog. There yeah, are there are a couple cops. Dogs. There are a couple cops that that would get a pass, right? Uh, Did like, we go through this? I get, right, I cops, cops to get a pass. Robocop. 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 Axel. Axel Foley. Yeah, Axel Foley. <laughs> you know, where do we fall in time, cop? What about Columbo? Does Columbo get a pass? Columbo's no way, dude. No way. Investigator. Columbo. Columbo has the fucking the United States flag with the blue stripe like hung over his fucking chin. <laughs> oh no. Oh, uh, one last. Shaq. Thing, this. Guys. This Shaquille O'Neal get a pass. Because he no, was a cop at one point. Absolutely not. What do you mean, no? It's Shaq. No. He was a cop in like an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> yeah. No, he was yeah. actual he was an actual cop for Atlanta oh, for like for like a month or something. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> free, I thought you meant in a movie. You know I guess. what? All right, Here's, the I guess. Here's the thing. If you want to like a Paw Patrol character, like the fireman. Yeah. Like the yeah, fireman. like Marshall. Yeah, the that real dude, fucking hero. That dude got I got two for you. Chris, Chris, I got two for you. The murderer. Chris, I got two for you. One yep. is Steven Seagal. You used to be a cop. Does he uh, get a pass? No. no. Okay. No. All right. You have to choose between Steven Seagal and James Woods. Which one do you choose that gets a pass? Uh, oh God, I got to give it James Woods. What? Movies. <laughs> oh, my God. I at least like some of his movies. Yeah, but Steven Seagal doesn't have Twitter. Okay. Yeah, if he did, James he Woods has no, Twitter. Dude, Steven Seagal's Twitter would. It, it he's would, legally. He's not allowed to have one. He's tried oh for years. God. He's true. Uh, Batman. He's know. a cop, right? Batman's not a cop. Yeah, Batman's ba- a fucking Batman's cop. Batman's a cop. Right now, the cop right now is a hero. A detective in Titans. Dick Grayson. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't he get a pass. He doesn't get a pass. He definitely, the most blatantly, definitely does not get a pass ever in his life. What about? What about? Wait, what about Dread? Does Dread get a pass? Oh, he's clean. That's different. Those are that's what he's, happens. He's parody. He's parody. Okay, okay. How about this? Sexy cop <clears throat> from Malignant. Does he get a pass? Uh, <laughs> that really thin guy. The guy know. who got a chair thrown at his head. Yeah. <laughs> no. He doesn't get he a gets pass. A, he gets the chair thrown at him. He's a he's a failure as a cop. All right. What about the R.I.P.D. cops? <laughs> the ghost cops? Do they oh, get? Oh <laughs> no. You know what? They might be the worst. Oh, the like, worst. They harass you even when you're dead. Yeah. Uh, what about Spiral Cop? Does he get on? Oh, uh, good lord! Chris Rock's cop. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Do any of the do any of the raccoon shit? Police department characters get 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 a pass. Leon Kennedy does not get a pass. Are you kidding me? He's just he doesn't know what's going on. He's, he's uh, a bumbling yeah. boob. Well, which Leon are we talk about? Wesker. Leon? No, Wesker. Wesker movie movie Wesker gets a pass. He's a swell guy. <laughs> I, I think video game Leon he's doesn't like, get a pass either. He I said, "Kid, I wasn't gonna pull that trigger anyway, kid." Well, you know what? To be fair. He missed his first week of work because he was too busy fighting with his girlfriend. Yeah, and then he yeah. committed genocide in a fucking European <laughs> village and killed everybody in a European village by himself. Yeah, by he, himself. he didn't even ask He's, any questions. He is what he, he is what. That. Yeah, he is what the county cops like want to be in their lives. <laughs> like he's. That's like that's the guy they dream of being. He had he had one hard day at work, and suddenly he's working under the president immediately. Oh yeah, (laughs) dude, that's that's a pretty big first day, though. That's that's a pretty big first day. That's white privilege, privilege right? Yeah, that's white privilege. That's white privilege. (laughs) And it's fucking Carlos doesn't even fucking. Yeah, poor Carlos. Carlos has a second game. All right, what about the lethal weapon? Carlos didn't get his Christmas bonus that year because (laughs) 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 he didn't get his Christmas bonus being the umbrella. 
Was it UBCS? Um, all right, bro, do, biohazard all right what about Riggs shows. and Murtaugh? Do they get passes? No, one, he's way too old for it. He's, retired. he's retired. Okay, what about... What about Jackie on. Chan in any of his movies? Yeah, he gets a pass. Yeah, he's Jackie Chan gets a pass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's a super cop. <laughs> so he super does not get a pass. All right, ru- no, what? Rush Hour? What about Rush Hour, Ooh. those guys? Yes, yes, they get passes. You can't understand the words coming out of your mouth. Exactly. What exactly. about all right, Chris? Here's one. What about Michael Herring Herringen from Predator Two? Michael Herringen? <laughs> what's his name <laughs> in the movie? What does that even mean? Like, what that's is that? Na- that's the that's, 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 that's Danny or Glover or in Predator Two, and that sobered me right up. John McClane. Does John McClane get a pass? Oh, he is a, he's going across uh, districts and jurisdictions to shoot people. Okay, here the beginning of T one thousand, beginning of Dead Hard with a vengeance. T one thousand, he he, gets, he does not get a pass. T one thousand is the cops of of modern. Okay, men. what about what about Jet Li's <laughs> right? character? What about the good version of Jet Li's character in the one? Nope. Gabe Law. No, no, I don't want that no one. Way. I want the dog. I want no the way. dog at Jet Li. <laughs> you want dog Jet Li? I want, I want dog, dog Jet, Jet Li. Right, what about um, no, uh, Denzel in training? All right, yeah. All right, <laughs> what about Ernest? Oh, yeah, what about <laughs> Yo, Ernest. Oh, wait, ACAB? What about Ernest? In Ernest me? goes to Ernest is okay, a first bastard. Of all, I'm going to dispel this right now. Ernest was never a cop. All right, are he's, you better, sure, he's better than that. Uh, are, you, are you sure, dude? I mean, he watched all the movies. I am sure. The, the most we have is Ernest is a Vietnam veteran. That is the <laughs> that is the most you get. I don't even know if that's <laughs> true. Dude, he says it and fucking goes to camp. Does he really talk about Vietnam, or is he jokingly? Talking yeah, well, about that's the Vietnam. thing. Like, you never know. <laughs> well, uh, I guess that will lead into our little discussion <laughs> about the Ernest films. In which we watched a good deal of. I I watched all of them, um, and I have some notes here, um, guys. I have some interesting facts about Ernest before we really get into the movies, and I want to test your Ernest knowledge and see what you mm. might know. So, my first question: for <laughs> What you we fellas, might know? What you might know? You might know fake these fans. Characters. We got fake fans in here. What does the P stand for in Ernest P. Worrell? Who's typing? Uh, who's typing? No, who's typing? Who's doing? No, 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 no. I heard it. I, I was heard typing it. something else. I was typing something else. I'm gonna, I, I do I'm not know. Take though. a guess. Peace. I do not know. You think it's peace? peace? Like world peace. Okay, everybody gets one guess. I'm gonna say um, oh, peace is kind of a good one. No, I just looked it. I just looked it up, Chris. I just looked it up. It's, it's so dumb. Don't even. Uh, is it, you okay, no, no. Okay, my guess. My guess is president. No, you're you're close. You're close. Presley. No. The P stands for power tools. Power tools. Ernest Power Tools World. That's so dumb. Why? <laughs> commercials. So good. In the beginning of his career. Oh, yeah, he was doing commercials. And me. and he did commercials for, for local like department stores and shit. So holy shit. That was tied on to his name. Um, Ernest Power Tools. <laughs> John. <laughs> yes. Is there a way you can change some paperwork for Owen? <laughs> I'm not changing his middle name. Owen Power Tools Suarez. I mean, you guys can call him Owen P. Suarez if you want, and then you can explain <laughs> to other people when they ask. Is this middle name Power Tools? I'm not doing tools. it officially. It officially. All right, um, I guess it's up to somebody else then. All right, I have I have another question. I have another I have another trick. Yeah, initials would be OP. The fucking Galani the gatekeeper over here. 
<laughs> oh yeah, name what five <laughs> Ernest movies? Name five, name five actors that aren't Jay Varney. Drunk on set because he's going through a terrible divorce and crashed an ATV. Can you figure that out? No, we'll talk about it soon. Oh my god. Um, no. What was the first Ernest commercial about? I'm gonna power, say power tools. I'm yeah, say, I want to say auto. I actually think I, I know this. Auto. Isn't it? Isn't it about like windows or something? Nope, not about windows. Oh. The first Ernest appearance in a commercial filmed in 1980 advertised an appearance by the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders at Beach Bend Park, an amusement park in Kentucky. Uh, so it was an amusement park. Yes, that was his first Ooh. commercial as Ernest P. Warrell. Uh, probably just Ernest Warrell. You know, he didn't get the power tools name yet. Uh, well, what if he did? What if he did? <laughs> he was named that like on the. Hey, get- everybody, it's me, Ernest Power Tools World. <laughs> like what? That's all the questions I got. I was just that's that's the trivia. But usually, uh, in these commercials, Ernest was addressing the camera as Vern, which is the yes, name we Vern know. was the cameraman, the cameraman in the, in the beginning, and he was supposed to represent a neighbor that really didn't want to bother with Ernest, but he kept like knocking on his door. Be like, hey, Vern, I got something I got to tell you. You got milk. There's some milk you can buy. <laughs> and, yeah. and you do get a taste of that in one of the films. I, maybe, yeah. I, I, maybe even more. I, I, I only watched the uh, the four Disney Buena Vista lot. Yeah, I'll um, tell you what, Steve. That is pretty rare. That the, the 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 Vern appearance in 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 the films. It's uh, usually just for the commercials. Uh, know what I mean, Vern? It was kind of they like do, a catchphrase for a they while. They do reference Vern. Frequently, they do, and he references Vern like Kramer references like Bob Sacamano, and right, you know what I mean, like as a friend that he knows that's a weirdo, you know. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. Some little interesting factoids about Ernest before we jump in to our first film of the evening, which is Ernest Goes to Camp. Mm. Sorry, I'm also I'm just looking up a list of Ernest feats. (laughs) Uh, Ernest Goes to Camp was directed by John R. Cherry the Third. Every Ernest film, except for one, was directed by John Cherry. Oh. He is, he is a mainstay for the Ernest films. Uh, it was written by John Cherry and Coke Sams, who Coke Sams is the only other person, I believe, to direct an Ernest movie. Let's be real. Coke Sams is not real. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a um, it's a fake name. It's a that's fake a- name. So you get two paychecks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the name of fucking uh, John Cherry when he does a bunch of blow. <laughs> Name's Coke Sands! Coke Sands is here, everybody! He's the fucking, and then the fucking kids turn into wood! <laughs> <laughs> fucking Eric. Well, whether you think Coke Sands is real or not, I think he writes some of the best Ernest movies. So. I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I really I like the coked up version of John Cherry a lot. Um <laughs> This is the first of three Ernest films to be distributed by Touchstone Pictures, which was a subsidiary of Disney. So um, this is the Ernest films were under the uh, Disney production house. Put him in Kingdom Hearts, baby. Put him in Kingdom Hearts, you fools. Put him in Smash. This uh, represents the final appearance of Iron Eyes Cody, who was the Native American in the film. Uh, Jim Varney sang the song and recorded Gee, I'm Glad It's Raining in a single take. There wasn't a dry eye on set. I can't that's, blame it. That's that a, that's sounds a, like a joke. <laughs> no, no, that's that song is it's right up there with uh, um, 
I don't even remember. It's not even as good. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna the the Kermit song, the the Rainbow. Oh, Rainbow Shoot. Connection. Rainbow Connection. Thank you. Jim Varney's nose was broken by Lyle Alazo during Ernest's beatdown scene. That scene where he gets the shit kicked out of him. He, he gets the shit kicked out of him, and there's yes. blood, and it's kind of weird because like this is a blatant kids movie, but like it's very shocking. He is bleeding. He is bruised. Like it's it's the lowest I've ever seen Ernest. I would say it's like this wow. Is so he just bad. starts out in a in a bad spot, huh? <laughs> well, really... this is the thing. This is what this is what turns him into an invincible cartoon character, right? Because in this film, there is a plot line with the Native American populations around Camp Kikakee oh, and boy. their trials to create the ultimate warrior, and each trial is by hand axe and arrow were the trials and of cur- of course <laughs> Ernest goes through those trials in this film he he dodges a fucking bullet at the three end of, of this them. movie three of them I know dancing around like a goddamn his, oh, was, was he on red sand it sounds like he was doing red sand he was doing some red sand <laughs> or whatever it's called sand. you mean red eye yeah yeah red, red eye, eye. <laughs> <laughs> um so there's actually a lot of uh, the same child actors in this as in the Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloom Beam, which I did not add to this list of films because it's it features Ernest for about like 10 minutes. And I it's not really an Ernest movie, but we're here, no. we're here trying to watch Ernest movies. Exactly. This is this is the first legitimate Ernest film. Ernest Goes to Camp. Um, I think this. I think the kids in uh, Ernest Goes to Camp, I think they're fun. I think they're a fun lot. They're great. Yeah, I I, I, I think um, they're they're all stereotypes in a lot oh, of ways. 100 <laughs> percent. Like, you know, it, but, for some reason in the late 80s, early 90s, um, you, you like every movie just had like the cutest child actor who would just like come up and he would be like, it's OK. You got it, buddy. It's the the most pitiful one, too. Yeah, you know, like the one that's kind of because it's it's the Peter Pan, the the scene it's, in Peter Pan. No, it's Pan. The, like the kid from Hook. Remember the kid? Oh, from the Hook? kid. The kid. That's what I meant. The kid from Hook. Yeah. yeah yes, of course. Yes. Uh, that little kid going up to Peter and mushing his face. He's like, yeah, he's we, in there. This pain's in there. I see him. Oh, <laughs> that's essentially there you are, Peter. Yeah, yeah, that kid. Exactly. Um, the reason why Disney produced these movies is uh, Jim Varney wowed Eisner and Katzenberg personally while sharing a pace car with Mickey Mouse at the Indy 500 and getting a bigger pop than the mouse. Dude, really? Yeah, dude. dude. That's what's yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's what. Well, you know them. what happened? Uh, this is what I heard. So, like, they were both in like in a NASCAR pace car, right. Mickey and Ernest, and they were just supposed to do like a like, cute little wave thing. Ernest fell out of the car. Yep. And he had to run alongside a NASCAR, and he was keeping pace the entire time. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> well, that's what he told me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Ernest told you. You're Vern, Steve. Uh, we uh, know. I'm Vern. He walked out of the car and the entire crowd said, know what I mean? Vern in unison when they saw him. Yeah. And that's and what Eisner. wowed them. Eisner was like, we got to get that guy. It's, that's money right there. That's money. You know, you know what actually happened? He said, give him the cancer. <laughs> oh, and man. then, yep, yep. You're welcome. Fuck, 
he give does. him a job, but also infect him. So and infect him with the disease. The the actor who plays Chuck Gallard Smith, who is the uh, the fat portly fella who's in both uh, Ghost Camp and Goes to Jail, he yeah. was drunk throughout this whole movie because he was going through a terrible divorce. He was Chuck, right? He was Chuck. And he stole an ATV and wandered off set and destroyed it. And, and he still got a he still kept his job. He kept here's his the job. thing. The here's sequels. the thing. There is there is a definitive team of those two. Yeah, I know, right? It's not in camp. It's not in Scared Stupid. Nope. Yeah. nope. You get it in jail. Christmas and Jail. Yep, one hundred percent. And that's Chuck and Bob. Chuck and Bob are the the foil, the salt and pepper for our our Ernest P. Warrell. And it really works well because they're just as silly and goofy as him, but in a mm. sort of different way, usually. Um, right. They're usually like really fascist or something or weird, like weird, over overly cautious security guards. Like that dynamic is great. It's so good. And like the thing is, it's like in, in since we're talking about goes to camp. The replacement for Bobby, I don't even remember his name. It's like that Edward character is so fucking stupid. He's and terrible. not like not like, oh, this is he's a dumb character. Like he's 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 dressed like an idiot, but he talks he talks in like a joke. Like wow, it's such yeah. a it's such a downgrade. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing, guy? Like I think this is the character you came up with. Vernie had to actually Var- Vernie. Varney had to actually <laughs> uh, like coach him. Because he was like he was a first time actor. I heard that uh, Varney, after his nose got broken, he broke that guy's nose. <laughs> <laughs> he just hates him so. Yeah, Ernest hated one guy, and it was him. Um. Yeah. So, uh, you know, as far as camp goes, goes to camp. Um. It's okay. Um. It's it's a fine '80s camp comedy for kids. It's serviceable. It makes Ernest a bit too pitiful for my taste like uh he does reveal that he is joseph mengele at one point <laughs> does that happen it does when he gets the shot <laughs> yeah that's right he calls him he took the Lindbergh I, baby I, joseph mengele, <laughs> I took the Lindbergh baby that's right that's right <laughs> uh, sounds like you do love it chris well it's it's got those great little pops and moments like uh you never do this to a family of badgers that scene is fantastic and then bites him in the face like there's there's this great little earnest pops i can't uh, it you can't does go wrong with feature the weirdest high five between two kids oh god it's so strange where right? someone raises their heel and the other one slaps the bottom of their shoe heel <laughs> like with their hand it's real weird oh that's a that's a real alpha that's a sigma move that sigma is, male move it's a fucking sigma move let's be honest um yeah, i think the greatest line in this film is when i i think we talked about this already but a uh, Ernest gets a snapping turtle stuck on his nose and a child walks up to him and says, let me jerk that off for you. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that alone was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to join my time with these movies. That's what I said to myself. <laughs> so this is high art. This is going to be a good time. We got some art house films here, baby. Um, yeah. I, I think camp is a fine. Fi- it's okay. Um, I think it hovers around a good sit, but I don't know if it is. Uh, I it's, I think it's the worst of the no, it's not the worst of the Disney films, but it's the second worst. It is. It is. I would say it is fuckable. It's fuckable. It's fuckable. But this is a movie I could visit every decade or so. Yeah, I don't want to keep rewatching this. Unlike 
another movie in this series that I could watch forever. Oh, absolutely. Um, so let's move on. I'm going to move on to, uh, I think, the worst of the Disney films, unfortunately. Uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Um, oh, wait, wait, is this, is this uh, chrono- chronological? I'm going yes, chronologically. Oh, I, so I, it was 88 uh, for Goes to Camp, and this is uh, 89? No, no, it's uh, 1987 for Camp and 88 for, 88 for Saves Christmas. Wow, I, so, man, I went straight to Christmas, huh? I'm going to point out, I forgot to mention the Rotten Tomato score for Goes to Camp. That is 62%. Uh, that seems high. Audience score, 51%. This is the highest rated Ernest film on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it's embarrassing, dude. Uh, box office, $23.5 million. Budget, oh budget $3.5 million. Are you saying that this wow. is very- this made more money than Resident Evil. Welcome to Wrecking City. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Runtime, 92 minutes. Probably a lot more fun than Resident Evil. Welcome to Wrecking City. Well, you know, they're both Leon. They're both Leon. They're both Leon. Let's be honest. <sighs> okay. Yeah. All right. Ernest saves Christmas. Rotten Tomatoes score 36%. Audience score 42%. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Okay. Yeah. We, here's the thing you got to take out real early on in these. The Rotten Tomatoes scores for these films are wrong for yeah. most of them. Yeah. They're completely wrong. Audience and critics. Yeah. Well, 100% <laughs> off base completely. I've never, I, I've never, I don't think I've encountered a series that is more off base with my tastes than this series and Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I, and like, it's unbelievable. Here's the, here's the thing. It's like, these are movies for children. Yes. But like, I, I, I'm bringing a lot of nostalgia and I'm sure you guys are too. But also there are points where it's like, this is genuinely funny stuff. Absolutely. This good fucking film comedy, man. Good slapstick shit that's going on. That's well done. That's as good as like Laurel and Hardy or Abbott and Costello. Like it's, I think they actually wanted to get Chuck and Bobby to be a Laurel and Hardy team at one point. It makes perfect sense, you know? Yeah. Like, that would be a perfect... It would fit in that world that they were trying to make. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, uh, directed, obviously, by John R. Cherry, the third. Uh, <laughs> written by Ed Just Turner. say that every time, huh? The third. The third. Ed Turner uh, and B. Klein wrote this. B. Klein. That's a name. We don't got Coke <laughs> Sam's, though. No Coke Sam's in this one, you unfortunately. You can tell this one's a stinker. Shot almost entirely at the then-unfinished Disney MGM Studios in Orlando, Florida. This is the first ever Hollywood film shot in Orlando. Really? Oh, wow. Oh. John Cherry thinks this is the best of the Ernest films. He is wrong. <laughs> that is objectively a bad opinion. First appearance of Auntie Nelba though oh okay I'm wrong about that i think the auntie nelb is my favorite earnest character absolutely 100 percent, one million percent true also the debut of bobby in a film debut of bobby and debut of, of bobby and chuck right chuck no 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 chuck was in the first one uh no no but like as a team like the, the oh as, duo, a, as a team yeah 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 you know, the, the proper team is finally together they are they are uh ups uh, delivery men or like package delivery men in this which is interesting mm. uh, Disney was at war with the Teamsters Union during production and had to shoot around protests they shot off fireworks during shooting which I, you can actually hear <laughs> really do you, do you think Ernest was like I keep calling him Ernest like Jim Varney was like 
these motherfucking teamsters. Like, you think he was just like, where do we get these scabs? Yeah, (laughs) we got to get some fucking scabs in here. He's just a real nasty dude. (laughs) I mean, here's here's something against Ernest. Uh He does have a Keep Christ in Christmas sticker in his glove box. What? Does he really? Yes, he does. Oh, man. Fucking Ernest. (laughs) It's the the 80s. It's allowed. Uh, Disney. (laughs) Oh, so this is the the, what Disney said about uh, because there was a plot line originally written in the first draft where Ernest took over the role of Santa Claus. He should have been. Disney didn't want to distort the image of Santa Claus in this film, so they shot down the notion of Ernest would be the next in high in line for the job as Santa. Their words were specifically, he would not mesh with the classics take of Santa. Oh, but fucking Tim Allen could in another yeah, I mean, Disney film. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like, I feel like they did kind of go Santa Claus route with it. I know. Too. I, know. They're trying, I agree 100%. Like, and that's that's a that's a cop out answer, I think. A cop out response. It's a complete cop out response. And I'm gonna tell you, Disney gets worse and worse as these goes on. Like there's this shit is this the tip of the iceberg. There is Where's one my, that, do they have an Ernest ride at Disney World? No. No. Are Stop. the Ernest movies on Disney Plus? No. no. <laughs> oh what? Oh my god. And then what are we f- even fucking doing then? Well, like, that's that, that, that's the thing though, because uh, what's the fucking Jim Varney? Point? Jim Varney, such a nice guy. They let him keep the Ernest uh, name. The <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys right now. If at the end of Hawkeye, Ernest's clothing, like his costume, is not a bumper scene, I'm I'm not watching Marvel movies. <laughs> Yo, I'm out. <laughs> That's fair. I'm out. I'm done. Give him the Infinity Gauntlet. Give him the Infinity Gauntlet. What's he going to snap? What's he going to do? What's he going to bring back Rimshot? Good. Oh. Anyway. Ernest <laughs> saves Christmas. I Listen, the, the, the entirety of this film is just set up. It's all set up. Yeah. It's all, all like a really boring setup, too. And it leads up to I I really like him driving the sleigh like that's fun and it's such a shame that it's such a small part of the movie you know um yeah it's like the very end his boobery and shenanigans are are held back i I do like the scene where we go to Vern's house in this yes that's a lot of fun that's true fun there's some fun like intercutting there in between him and santa claus getting um uh processed in the jail yeah see like i i like him in like foils with other characters in these series but like i like i don't know there's there's not a lot of direction in the plot i don't care about the little girl i don't care i don't give a shit and i don't care about her drama stealing the 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 sack you she's know, a like, piece of shit she knows Ernest has Santa to Claus. like Ernest has to like bail her out right yeah he has to like her impart on that, her a lesson her stealing that sack was so like like if you remove that subplot from the whole movie probably the movie would be better i think yeah totally 100 percent, man it's terrible like it doesn't even make like doesn't make sense even for her character she's trying to redeem herself in the beginning and it's like oh i'll steal this now i'll just steal the sack for why it's it's totally (laughs) no reason it's contrived and um i can't believe i'm talking like this about Ernest. listen people i'm grading this on a scale (laughs) no you're this is better than Dune. This is and, better than Dune. But I have to also point out like the the failures, the most failed versions of Ernest movies, and this is one of them for me. I think this is a kill, unfortunately. Oh, I think you're right. Well, I think you're right, Chris. 
So with that, we move on to <laughs> what could be, by in some people's opinion, the best Ernest film of the series, and that's Ernest Goes to Jail. I have a note here that I took at the beginning of the movie. I'm laughing already. Um, you're laughing already? Okay. That's the note I wrote. You're already at that point where you're, you, what was that, like five minutes deep? I'm like five minutes in. I'm already laughing. Yeah, come on. It's easy. This movie's movie's easy laughs. It's easy laughs. Like it's the first great Ernest. It's the first great Ernest film. 100 million percent. And it's the last successful Ernest film too. Mm -hmm. Financially, this, uh, this film made 25 million at the box office, which is slightly less than saves Christmas, saves Christmas, but more than welcome to Raccoon city. More than (laughs) (laughs) Christ. Oh, man. Ernest Saints Christmas is the highest grossing, which is really sad. But um, this had the biggest budget thus far with nine million. I think it's great. I think there's a lot of cool sets in this movie that they're that are built. Yeah. And it you could see the money on the screen. I'm, I'm uh, the, the bank set is nuts. It's fucking crazy, right? Because it's got like a fucking track in the ceiling to have like the buffer go like all over it that he has to hang from. They have all these really intricate little things that they can do with that set and they show you throughout the movie and it costs money. That that Mm must have cost cash. And I'm down with that. I like seeing money on the screen. Hey, there's a small bit of continuity between this and goes to camp. That's Uh, true. The the bad guy lawyer from the first one uh, is the criminal's lawyer in goes to jail. <laughs> right. Oh. And I, I, Steve, I'm glad you brought that up too, because I feel like uh, the open, that scene, the jury scene is my favorite earnest scene oh in any God. movie. <laughs> it is like, like Devin's so posting photos or, or like gifts of it right now. It's <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> it is. That is, this is the most Mr. Bean Ernest has gotten. I feel yeah. like. Yes. And it and it's great. It works so <laughs> fucking well. He looks like a murder victim. Like it's just like <laughs> it's just please continue. Please continue. <laughs> yeah. Because what's he? He starts. It's like a receipt or something. He's, oh, his notepad. His That's notepad. What he's, he's trying mm. to take notes, and he's obviously he's, not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like also like the perfect setup for Ernest because oh, you yeah, know Ernest dude. in every movie he has like a, a a job that's like always like something random right. and like his his living situation's kind of like unique you never kind of know it. Uh, this one is just like simple where it's just like he's like the janitor of the bank he aspires to become um, like a teller uh, and also uh, yeah, like- he kind of has like a semi romance with. Um, I forget that character. Yeah, the I, girl. The girl. I really don't remember her name either. Unfortunately, well, I do like. I do like uh, when he's he's prepping for his date, and then he he has like his earnest inventions. Oh, okay. His, yeah, he's got like a peewee house. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I I I kind of push back against that a little bit. I think I think it's too much like Peewee's Big Adventure. I, I think, agree. I, I think uh, I think that works so much better too in Peewee's Big Adventure. I'll t- I'll tell you what though. <laughs> I feel like they do this whole thing with his house and it all gets overshadowed instantly with the debut of Rimshot. Oh, yeah. 100%, dude. Like, I don't think it really like that house doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things because Nash comes along and completely redesigns it halfway through the movie. 
Yeah. So it's like, what, what I was do, the point? I do love that, though, where he's like, I, I've been ransacked by Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. Yeah, that's, that's a cute line. There's a lot of good little one-shot, little uh, one-liners here in this mm. movie that really are funny. Uh, this is the only film written by Charlie Cohen. So this is like his oh, Cohen brothers. brothers movie. It's a Cohen yeah. brothers movie. <laughs> this motherfucker was released on Laserdisc. I just I don't know why I read that down. Um, an alternate, <laughs> an alternate edit of the film for TV included an alternate ending in which Ernest is working as a clerk at the bank, but another electrical mishap causes a filing cabinet to go flying towards him. That was the original end. Actually, um, that's not true, Chris. There oh, was really? another ending yeah. where, um, so uh, the end of the movie, he flies into space with the bomb. <laughs> yeah, he blows up. Um, he falls back to Earth, um, and uh, he then tells them that he had a vision uh, about Thanos coming. Oh, yeah, uh, that's uh, right. Because the end of this movie is the exact same thing as the Avengers <laughs> ending, where they both fly bombs into space. <laughs> you know, you guys are forgetting about the other alternate ending uh, that was deemed uh, was deemed a little too intense for audiences. Yeah, what's that? And it just ends with him getting put in the electric chair and he dies. Oh, but yeah, and yeah. I mean, that's the, the saddest of the movie. <laughs> he just dies. That so scene... Very anti-capital punishment. That's so let me, let me explain something really quickly <laughs> about this movie. Okay. And the way my brain worked as a kid. Sure. Uh, so I, like, as a kid, I was always desperate to make connections to things that, like, I also understood. Like, like I was like, oh, I can't, like... Like, if I could make a connection, I thought it was, like, the coolest thing in the world. So... When he gets electrocuted to death mm-hmm. and then is revived, yeah, and then has magneto powers, I was <laughs> yeah. like, he's magneto. Like, <laughs> I was like, the purple lighting in the jail, and I was like, yo, he's fucking, he turned into a mutant. And I was like, this is how you, and like, just in my head, that was like the way you know, it connected that the ending of this movie got the gears turned into my brain, too. Like, it was very, um. It's just fucking cool. Like, I don't know how else to describe it as a kid. So I love that sound effect lives in my head rent free. Like that thing. Oh, man, that comes back and just goes to school, by the way. But we'll, oh, we'll, really? Yeah, we'll talk about this is later. this is my favorite um, final act of the Ernest. It's insane. Yeah, 100 percent. I'll give like, you that. I think Scared Stupid might be second. It's a very, think, very close second. Scared. Stupid. I think this one's just because it's just like there's a fucking jailbreak. He gets electric magneto powers. Yeah. He goes to. He's bouncing around and flying. <laughs> like. Yeah, I think not the love. It is a it is a wacky fucking ending to a wacky movie, <laughs> and it's perfectly you know fits with the aesthetics of an Ernest film. Like it's yes. fine. It's this also is, this is this is the the roadmap. This is how you make an earnest movie. Okay, so where does Nash stand in terms of all-time earnest villains? He's the best. He's yeah. the best one. No, no, actually, Trantor is is better. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. I think I think Nash is the most God. I mean, he's a murderer. He's a murderer. <laughs> I kind of want to see a collection of Nash movies. Well, and he's pretty surly, and I like that Ernest plays the villain too. Like all that's great, and I think. I just like the way Trantor looks, to be honest. No, nah, he's that that's that that look awesome. for that troll is amazing. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, as far as other cutscenes, Ernest attempting escape from jail, but is found by searchlights. And then he begins <laughs> to do sat- shadow puppets. <laughs> they cut that out. And Nash trying to negotiate a promotion. That was like another oh. bigger part of the movie. Um, this only r- runs in at 81 minutes. So I'm, oh, I was curious as to why they cut this stuff at all. I think it was because they were planning on just releasing it to television at one point. But... Mm. They had a theatrical release, so I don't know. It's weird. Um, a cool fact about this film I did not pick up when I was a kid. In the early scenes of the uh, of the actual Mr. Nash inside the prison, the guards are wearing gray. But when Ernest goes to the prison, the guards start wearing pink. Oh, I always knew they wore pink because I was just it's such a fascinating color for like a, it's a really interesting it jail set. Yeah. It fucking pops. Yeah. It's bisexual lighting. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's blue. You're right. Holy Ernest, shit. Ernest is all about it, dude. <laughs> but I, I I think that's really neat. That's a neat little visual thing that as a kid, it probably didn't, I didn't pick it up consciously, but subconsciously it's like. And Ernest, uh, it kind of has a little bit of one of my favorite thing, which is bumbling pirates, but they're just like where he just kind of like some of the inmates just start rooting for Ernest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I, I like um, what's his face? His his uh, cellmate. Yes. Like, turns a turns a leaf because he likes Ernest. It's that's uh, what's his name? Randall Tex Cobb, right? Yeah. yeah, that's great, dude. And he pulls out that fucking knife when they're doing that arm wrestling scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, this is fucking dark. I love his hair. Slit that guy's throat. Oh, his hair is his awesome. His hair it's is like amazing. His like mustache a, and his hair. Like yeah. wedge. All right, guys. So I made a, uh, this is a Rotten Tomato score of 11% because they're fucking idiots and audience score 48% because. <sighs> Literal sex criminals. <sighs> uh, box office 25 Literal million. PlayStation executives. That's what they are. <laughs> this was made in 1990. Now, I made a very strict rule while watching these that I was only going to give out one Mary. Whoa. And this isn't it. This is a fuck. I'm oh, I sorry. Thought this would, I thought this one would be the Mary. It's not. And I and trust me, I I I went into it thinking that went into the, to the gauntlet thinking that, but it, I'm wrong. I, I wait, Chris. That. Did you decide on this before or after you watched the rest of them? I decided on this after watching the first four, the Disney four. Okay, okay. I was like, oh, I get it. Oh, okay. This is, I I understand now. Uh, As a kid, I probably would have said this was the Mary of the four, of of the whole series. But I don't know. I I think I've changed a little bit. And I think, I think the next Mary, I think the only Mary in the series is the next film. Eric Scared Stupid. I think that's the best one. I mean, scared, stupid, and jail are my two. They're the, I th- they think they're everybody's. This was two. like trying to decide which arm I wanted to cut off, but I have to. I felt like I had to be stringent about it. You had to have mm-hmm. one Mary. I have to have one Mary, and I'm going. I think Ernest scared stupid. I think it's the better movie. You know, better Chris, I, you know what I say? Have ice cream for dinner. Have two Marys. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no. what I'm doing, baby. That's no. what I'm doing. I'm running wild in this ice cream parlor. I want to be definitive here. I, I respect yes. the Ernest movies too much to to flip-flop. I got to pick one. We all, we all know my third Mary. <laughs> slam Dunk Ernest. <laughs> slam Dunk Ernest is fucking great. But that's like, all about I really it. like Slam Dunk Ernest. Um... Ernest Scared Stupid, directed by John D. Cherry the Third. 
<laughs> written by Charlie Gale and Coke Sam's, baby. Coke Sam's is here, baby. This is why I think it's my favorite. Um, so this film was a, a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 50% audience score. That's uh, hatred. hatred. Out of those first four, this movie, and I have this as a note, this movie seems the most movie-like. Exactly. Exactly 100%, Steve. I feel like this is the most legitimate earnest film. And I, I, I hate to say that because I love these movies, but really, if I'm honest, like this is the best-looking movie. Yeah, it really is. And, um, you know, I, I, I didn't know this, which is fascinating to me. The Chodo brothers. Do you know who those are? Those guys are. I, I didn't uh, the people Chode? Who made the, the, Chode the brothers? killer clowns from outer space outfit. Killer crown. Exactly. Steve. They did the fucking troll work in this. Yeah. And it looks like it, right? Like those. Oh, it shows. It, it looks yeah, like the killer yeah. clowns from outer space. The, uh, the little, the little trolls that come after, um, the main troll. Right. Those are all just killer clowns outfits that they modify. Oh yeah. It's just it painted black or brown, you know? Um, Interesting fact. Also, the pizzas being thrown by the bullies are reused plot uh, props, <laughs> plots, reused plot uh, props from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. They're all little pizzas what? from everything. Wow. All little fun little thing. Uh, you know, they also use that same pizza for Breaking Bad. <laughs> Disney told that was the, the roof. actor that was the roof. Yeah, that was the, the, roof. roof. That was the roof pizza. Disney told the actor playing the sheriff that he couldn't have a mustache because it would look. Make him look too Hispanic. <laughs> oh boy, I kind of like I, again. I this company. <laughs> I just kind of almost think what? it's like it's just Jim Varney politicking. He's like, <laughs> he's like ah, I don't like this. Disney say something. Like he had Disney by the balls. All right. The more interesting fact, and I want to talk about this because this is why I think it's the best for me. Um, some people believe, a lot of critics believe that the reason this <laughs> the did, trolls are real. That the reason this did so poorly at the box office was that it scared kids. I they they said that the troll designs, the overall idea of trolls turning kids into wood statues, the scene where a fucking troll is in a little girl's bed. Yeah. I wanted to point that one out. Dude, that scene is legit scary because they set up the fake scare right before it where she looks under her bed. It's a fucking beautiful fake scare. A beautiful little double take that they did there. And Would you say that this is also the most violent Ernest movie? Kind of. He's running people no, over. No, no, no. Ernest goes to camp, man. Yeah, yeah but oh, he, yeah, he's like literally wrong. running people there's, over with cars in this one. Yeah, but there, there's a guy literally beating the living shit out of Ernest in that film. Like, imagine Devin. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of another like beloved like child character that we we had as like a mainstay of our youth. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No, not JTT. What are you nuts? <laughs> um, Macaulay Culkin. No, I'm, Macaulay, I'm going to go back to Pee Wee because Chris was talking about it. Oh, right? that. Oh, I see imagine what you're saying. if you saw in your youth. Pee Wee Herman get his fucking shit pushed in. Yeah, like that guy he was being chased by in Big Troll and Big Tr- uh, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, the one that he, the girlfriend that he had sex with. Like he just beats him to death. <laughs> he broke his nose and his fucking got blood all over. What, his if face. it was in that movie, <laughs> it was all right, all right, all right, that's all right. that. Yeah, you're right. Like, Ernest Ernest throws down in this one. Oh pretty, no, but like yeah, there's a scene where like he's like. All right, I'm gonna fuck this troll up. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, funny story about the troll costumes is none of the actors could get out of them while they were in them, 
and they were really hot. So you could see some of the sweat. Like, remember in Evil Dead 2? Mm. <laughs> they were just poor, mm-hmm. poor on Marietta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you could see it, like, in their shoes. Oh. It's just pouring out of them as they're running around. Um, Plus, like, milk's getting thrown at them all day. It's disgusting. <laughs> that must have been rank. It's fucking disgusting. Um, this is the first Ernest movie to be reviewed by Siskel and Ebert. They gave it two thumbs down. I'll fucking fight both of them. <laughs> you know. Man, I was going to say something really mean. but yeah, I, I, know, I, know, um, I, know. I know you were going to go with that. They got yeah. what they deserve. <laughs> Steve, Steve's more man than I. Um, Disney decided to end their contract with Varney and co after this film. Worst deal they've ever made. This is a certified Mary for me. I love it. Um, we're going to move on. Sad. Sad. You know what? Yep. No Chuck, but we got Bobby. We got Bobby. And you know, I like Bobby. I and mean, listen, you're right. Chuck and Bobby are a great duo, but like this film works so much better than any of the others. <laughs> it's true. I, I mean, he's the seventh son of the seventh son. He's the redneck hope. Dude, he's fucking that, he kills a man with a bowling ball accidentally. That fucking curse where the world finally just keeps getting dumber is so good. It's such a good concept. Because like the world that imprisons the troll is hilarious. Like he's so serious mm. and strong and smart. And like he even scoffs at the curse. Like that's fucking great, dude. As a kid, I didn't realize that that was Jim Varney. Ah, yeah, you know, and he plays so many fucking characters in that goddamn movie. Like, ah, it's it's perfect. It's the best Ernest movie. Um, okay, so moving on, we have Ernest rides again. Oh boy, uh, this is directed by John R. Cherry the Third and written by John R. Cherry the Third. Coke Sam's. Coke Sam's. No Coke Sam's. No Coke Sam's. No Coke Sam's. From mm. here on in, the remaining Ernest films were produced independently. Also, this is the last Ernest film to have a theatrical release, which when I wrote that and then watched the next movie and wrote notes, found out not true. No. Because <laughs> hmm. the next one gets a theatrical release. But yeah, that's me not doing my research timely enough. Um the opening has metal objects following Ernest around like in jail, which made me like get really excited. And then I started watching this originally titled Ernest goes kaboom. Uh, this was shot back to back with Ernest goes to school. Oh God. I know which the good jokes went into <laughs> <laughs> loosely based on the biblical tale of David and Goliath. So the plot of this film is that Ernest is a janitor in a museum and he meets with a very meek, historian slash archaeologist and the archaeologist makes a discovery that there is a giant cannon called goliath that is buried in their town in kentucky i believe and inside that cannon holds the royal the royal crown jewels the real ones uh which were stolen during the revolutionary war (laughs) but the plot is that Ernest gets the crown jewels stuck on his head through the whole movie Mm-hmm. And they can't get it off. And that's literally like a joke. That's the only joke in this movie. <laughs> I swear to you. Uh, it's terrible. It's not funny. It's um, it's really boring. I think like f- as a child, I think I could tell that like because I never saw this one. And and 
like just the name alone gives like a hint that they kind of didn't know what they wanted to do with it. That's 100% the truth. I feel like they had a half-baked script and it doesn't feel like an earnest movie as much as it feels like just a cheap kind of regular comedy that you would see. Like he's in it, but he's not A, dressing up in any characters or B, being manipulated or turned into anything. Like that's a big... Those two things are huge in Ernest movies. You gotta, you gotta have him displaying the showcase of Jim Varney. Yeah, the guy's his a, range. He's a good actor. He's got range. He can sing. Like, I feel like this film is a limiting, a, a limiter on him in a lot of ways in his performance. Um, it has a fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score forty three percent. Box office one point four million with a budget of five point five. Didn't do that good. Well. Runtime, 96 minutes, year 1993. And with that, I'm going to move on because it's kind of a forgettable movie. So we're going to move on to Ernest Goes to School, which this one surprised me a bit. I, you know, watching Rides Again, I was like, oh, this is what it's going to be now that Disney's not involved. Like, this is what Mm. we're dealt with. And then this surprised me. This made me laugh out loud a few times. Um, it's, I think, one of my favorite versions of Ernest. Smart Ernest. So the plot is he's a janitor at a high school. And there's a budgeter from the, the, the township. And he's basically like, if you don't have qualified staff working at your school, then they're all fired. And guess what? Ernest didn't get his GED. So Ernest, he has to go back to school, which he fucking hates, (laughs) which is so funny because he's like, no, don't make me do it. (laughs) It's like he's absolutely terrified of going back to school. And um, well, the thing is, the plot, the fun little kink in the plot is that there are two scientists that live secretly in the school and they're developing a technology to make people smarter like very much like uh, flowers for Algeron, <laughs> but like <laughs> it's it's that that voice or that thing that Devin likes so much that <laughs> like every, every time they put the helmet on he's just like <laughs> like he's going nuts and then, and then when it wears off that's what happens so he's like <laughs> he's giving a report in school and he's like William Henry (laughs) (laughs) and he's like excuse me I have to go and he like runs off and like they do this cool thing where the scientists are behind a locker door that he goes in like, oh okay and like the lockers so he just opens the locker door and and there's (laughs) this laboratory but the problem and the kick and the, what makes it funny is he's like a dickhead when he's smart. Like nobody likes him. He's very condescending mm. and snobby. Snooty. He's yeah. super snooty. And, you know, of course, that comes into play towards the end of the movie. He eventually realizes he can do it on his own. And he starts. He's a band leader. He's a orchestra orchestrating the, the band on the field. And he manages to win the big football game and orchestrate the band without the smarts. And it's great. It's fun. It's a great movie. He didn't need brains all along. He didn't need brains all along. He could dance around 
and do his James Brown thing like he did in the band, and everybody so why loved gotta, it. Why you got to send this lovable guy to school? Well, he doesn't he's, like it. He doesn't like he's it. He's got to get his GED, and he had to cram without being smart. He's gonna have a new job in the next movie. And they, you know, that's that scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah he had to cram for a test which is just the you know that that classic montage um really fun fun stuff is I, a young will sasso in this movie this is the first appearance of william sasso david kopak uh he's the funniest man to never be on snl yeah you're absolutely right he's a funny dude um <laughs> i don't it's not a hill i'm gonna die on but uh, i i really like will sasso <laughs> So this film, uh, there's no more Rotten Tomato scores, at least critic critic scores. So I, I'm just going with audience scores. 37%, runtime 89 minutes, year 1994. It was $5 million budget, which uh, shows. Um, in real life, Jim Varney dropped out of high school to pursue his acting career. So there's some truth to this story. And contrary to popular belief, the film was released in theaters on June 10th, 1994, but only in select theaters in the Midwest. This is the last time Coke Sam's is associated with an earnest film. He direct no. he direct directed and wrote this. This is all him. Oh, this is get that fuck get that fucking cherry fell out of here. This is a Coke Sam's original. And they kicked him off the projects from then on. Oh, no. <laughs> he is not on any more Ernest movies. Which He felt threatened. John Cherry felt threatened, I bet. I like this movie. I think it's it's one of the, if not the best, of the independent movies. I, th- I think it is the best, actually. Really? I do. Yeah. I've never I've never gave it the time of day, unfortunately. It's worth your time, man. It's a lot of fun. It's a it's he doesn't do like I, the rest of these movies, he rarely does the characters anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's well, they're probably owned by Disney, those bastards. Yeah, you might be right. Oh, that's fucking sad. <laughs> um But it's more about like things happening to Ernest, like like him getting powers, basically. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I fucking love that. I think we all love that, really. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, so on to Slam Dunk Ernest. Oh, man. Which I love, weirdly love this one. This is a lot of fun. This movie's this movie's a blast. Um <laughs> is a rotten tomato score. I kind of faked at about 25%. I don't even care anymore. Audience score 31%. <laughs> uh in Spain, 1995. So uh Kareem Abdul Jabbar plays the archangel of basketball in this film. That uh, makes sense mm. to me. I don't know. But director John Cherry was having trouble getting Jabbar to emote and went on to say, he's a nice guy, but I never met anyone that had no personality. None. Whoa. (laughs) Had he even seen the fucking airplane movies? (laughs) Have you even again? I think this is just Jim Varney politicking, guys. I think it's just. (laughs) What did you say, John? The unfinished game of death. Kareem Abdul Jabbar putting his footprint on Bruce Lee's shirt. Yeah. You know, I always thought he was okay. I mean, I don't think he's great, but yeah, it's, this movie I mean, it's Kareem. It's awful. Right. Yeah, I mean, Chris, is he right though? Yeah, he's pretty bad in this movie. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, but like, that's the thing. You're hiring like an athlete that, like, you know, he's got. He did kung fu with Bruce Lee. Like, yeah. I, I agree. I think um, Kareem's got a lot of like natural presence, and that definitely is there because he's huge. 
Um, but like, should have put Rodman in the movie. They should have put him as the Archangel of Basketball. <laughs> you think you think, uh, you think Varney would have been okay with that? Christ and Christmas Varney would have been okay with that. Okay. As bad as I want to be, Ernest. Uh, this this film works in a lot of ways because, again, it kind of does what Ernest goes to school does, where it gives Ernest like a talent or ability, and he. He turns into a dickhead <laughs> because he gets these shoes, uh, these shoes, which basically the shoes pilot him like up and they talk to him, like, like squeak at him and uh, basically allow him to have almost unlimited airtime. So and he runs super fast. So he's scoring all the points for the team and they're eventually not doing anything. And, you know, they feel threatened. It's, it's like Teen Wolf. You know, it's going to quote yeah. to to Team Wolf. But like, I think what works nicely is he they're they're the basketball teams called the clean sweep and they're janitors at the mall, which I thought was cute. But um, at all, everything kind of happens at the mall because as you find out as the movie goes on, Ernest was gifted these shoes by a demon. <laughs> <laughs> Name Moloch. You say his name, oh, his name no. is Moloch. <laughs> he plays Moloch. He's like this short, fat guy. Is this an Ari Aster film? <laughs> it's the payment shows up at the end and <laughs> takes control of Ernest. Um, yeah, no, it's um, weirdly biblical, at least in the sense that I mean, there's, there's archangels, there's a so. basketball heaven, I guess, in this movie, which makes me laugh, but um. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is fun. It's a fun flick. It's I think the last good of the independent movies. Like uh, goes to school and this are the best. I feel yeah, and it just it just gets worse uh, unfortunately. But yeah, Devin, this is solid. This is a good flick. This was yeah, I just like when he's running across the thing and they're just on their cell phones laying on the ground. Yeah, they're they're laying there as he's like flashing basically a back back and forth across yeah, he's the He's just court. crushing it, dude. Oh yeah, and he's getting a million. The fraud would never. He actually La <laughs> Ernest would never. La Ernest would never. Ernest, before he even got on the court, had a technical foul <laughs> to his name. <laughs> because he was they they he begged them to be on the team before he got the shoes because he was with them as the janitor you know yeah and uh they they were like you could be the cheerleader you know because we don't want you playing with us and he knocks over a bunch of basketballs that roll onto the court and somebody trips on them on the other team so they give him a technical <laughs> and he had a technical before he even started playing the ball you know you know, but, uh, I mean, that's what Shaq would do. <laughs> this film is good. It's it's okay. It's passable. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Unfortunately, where we're going next is Ernest goes to Africa, which I this one. I'm sure, rough. this ages really well. <laughs> <laughs> brown face. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean he was he was wearing the brown face and goes to jail you're kind of right you're right there he I, was he was dressing up like a hun saying he was what the fuck was he saying he was i don't know gangs Khan? Gangs he was saying Khan? he was a hessian this or, is or, no, no he was saying he was from the ottoman empire but he was dressed like a hun instead of that being what three thirty seconds this is um about 10 15 minutes of the movie. oh yeah Ernest. and he's pretending to be like an indian man um but he's very like almost acting like a slave uh it's just not good 
Ernest. It's bad. Um, however, he references a movie titled Illinois Smith and the Curse of Hitler's Brain, which is like, right <laughs> like an Indiana Jones movie, which pretty wild sounds like fun <laughs> i would watch an indiana jones movie where he's going for hitler's brain or something uh this and Ernest in the army were shot back to back in johannesburg and cape town in south africa which is kind of fun um this was i have no information about the box office or the budget this was a 90 minute film it was made in 1997 and i'm just going to jump into Ernest in, go in the army um that film is this is this is a kill Ernest Goes to Africa. Okay. Uh, director John R. Cherry, the third written directed uh, Ernest Goes in, in the Army and Ernest Goes to Africa. Um, in this movie, in Ernest in the Army, Ernest is a golf ball, a golf ball collector. And then someone tells him to join the army because they're not at war and you won't have to do anything. And then they <laughs> and then they go to war. <laughs> uh, who are they who are they fighting? Karfistan. Carfistan. Oh God, those damn doesn't those exist. Damn guys, it's like <laughs> Sherman, Illinois. It does not exist. Um, this was Jim Varney's last appearance as Ernest, according to director John Cherry in his autobiography, "Keeper of the Clown: My Life with Ernest." He had planned Varney to reprise the role after this film in an apparent pirate film titled "Ernest the Pirate." However, Varney was so ill. Uh, Cherry didn't have the heart to ask him to act again. Varney died. Yeah, he died two years later. His illness is his illness is very apparent in Ernest in the Army. Oh, made this movie incredibly hard to watch because he is sad and slow and not reading his lines very well, and it's just uh, <laughs> it's rough. I don't watch this. Don't watch this movie. <laughs> oh man, it's sad and it's not funny and it's cheap. It's really cheap. And it's kind of sad to see Ernest go out like this. But, you know, of course, he made so many other great movies. I don't feel that bad about it. No, like one of his last movies was fucking Slinky Dog. Yeah, like Toy Story. Fucking yeah. Toy Story, dude. He made ba- Buko Bucks, as we keep kids saying. Love, kids love Slinky Dog. All right. So um, as a retrospect for the entire series, I have my rankings for, for the entire series, for the Disney part of the series, and the independent part uh, for the entire series. My ranking goes Ernest in the Army. Ernest goes to Africa. Oh, I'm going ascending, by the way. Sorry. Okay. Point that out. <laughs> I was going to say, yo, I thought you just said that was the worst one. Yeah. So we'll go with the worst first and then lead up to the best. Ernest in the Army. Ernest goes to Africa. And then uh, Ernest rides again. And then uh, Ernest saves Christmas. Okay. And then Slam Dunk Ernest. <laughs> In the middle, it's dead middle. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, then we have Ernest goes to camp. Then we have Ernest goes to school as number three. Wow, that's high. I uh, you know. Uh, Ernest goes to jail <laughs> as number two, and of course, my favorite, Ernest scared stupid as the number one choice. Uh, so, I get how many fucks are in this Ernest collection? So I would say, let's see. Jails a fuck, goes to schools mm-hmm. a fuck, camps a fuck. I think the fucks stop at Slam Dunk Ernest. That's acceptable. So I'd say saves saves Christmas, uh, rides again, Africa and the army all are kills. Uh, the best Disney or at least the Disney series ranking in the sending order would be saves Christmas, goes to camp, 
goes to jail and then obviously scared stupid. And then for the best independent, I went with Ernest goes to Africa. Ernest joins the army. Ernest rides again, slam dunk Ernest. And then of course, Ernest goes to school, which is hilarious. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that is my retrospective of the Ernest series. All right. Watch a good deal. These show them to your kids. They're fun. They're They're fun for everybody. I can't not deny that. And Ernest Scared Stupid might be a little too scared for kids, but I fucking love it. So <laughs> give us get those kids weird early. Yeah, get them weird early. Get I agree. Weirdy. They say it weird like that too. Weird. I don't know why I said it like that, but I will stick to it. Great. I'm happy I watched all of those. Um I feel like that's a fun series. However, there's a reason why I'm watching The Matrix and then Nicholas Winding Renfin because I feel like I've been watching a lot of cheap stuff. A lot, a lot of, of silly stuff. A lot of silly stuff. I want to I class this up a little bit. You know Let's class this fart house up a little a bit. A little. Right? We, need, we need to eat our vegetables from time to time, fellas. You think? Okay. I mean, real talk, though. I don't think Ernest gets the respect he's due. Okay. You know? Like, yeah, I agree. There's Pee Wee's, there's, you know, uh, your Tyler Perry's, your Eddie Murphy, uh, Eddie Murphy. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like near the end and maybe it's just because, you know, it was near the end uh, when he was sick. But like, I just feel like Jim Varney was just kind of one of those like, who doesn't like Jim Varney? Yeah. If I was like making a movie in like the late 90s, like, like, um, which movie was it where um, Paul Rubin? plays like some like coke dealer or something low low yeah like i would have been like yo let's get jim varney in one of these that would have been the main jim varney's playing a fucking hard ass varney in here as a snake wrangler (laughs) imagine jim varney as mark Wahlberg's character in the departed that's what i would want to say oh man you know what you know he do with the fbi agents feed him shit and keep him in the dock that's what he would say (laughs) uh yeah man I, I, jim varney's great i really uh yeah. he seemed like a really talented dude and it's a shame that he died very painfully at a very painful for uh, uh yeah, lung cancer man cancer so heavy smoker yeah it was you know unfortunate but he did it to himself so uh so apparently Despite, I'm just looking up Wikipedia notes. Despite his persona as Ernest P. World, he reportedly had a near genius IQ level. Oh, wow. He's said that. to be occasionally exasperated with fancy men and assumed he was exactly as silly and stupid as the world character he portrayed. Oh, he's really smart, Ernest. Yeah, yeah. He's playing himself. Uh, he, he quit smoking cold turkey after he had lung cancer. Unfortunately, it was too late. Uh, Jim Varney once shot a man on set and said he never pulled the trigger. He said he never pulled the trigger and he feels no guilt. He is never, Uh, he will never point a gun at anybody and pull the trigger, even on a movie set. That's really bizarre that Ernest said, and this is Ernest, not Jim Varney. Good Lord, man. He's going to make it. That was in the film Ernest Kills a Man. (laughs) Ernest shot a man in Reno to watch him die. I'm sorry, Vern. <laughs> I'm gonna go to jail, Vern, again. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll get out. Oh God, <laughs> fucking God, Chris, that's fucked up. It's a fucked up joke. <laughs> thank you, thank you, oh, thank man. you, Jim Varn. Thank you for letting us laugh. Still, yeah, man. God damn it. 
So that's it. I think that rounds out another great episode of Blonnie and Chill. Random question. What is your setup like when you make all these, when you watch all these movies? Like, what what are your snacks of choice? How do you sit? Oh, Um, interesting. Yeah, like, well, I want to know. a lot of weed. So that helps. (laughs) Um, It helps with a lot of these movies. I'll tell you that right now. Um, Usually I try to, I'll watch a movie and then I'll write down my notes. And then I'll watch the next and because I like to kind of sit and think about what I watched for a sec. But for, you know, obviously today and I when I have to crunch, I'm like I watch them all at once and then write all my notes. So I I get kind of I'll get like textual inconsistency sometimes when when I do it that way. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. Chris. Watch a movie, you stare out the window for like an hour. Yeah, like collect Chris, my thoughts. What do ponder I need man. To do? Ponder, what ponder, do I need to ponder do, the Chris? duality of man and Ernest goes to camp. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what do we have to do to convince you to, much like an Ernest collection, go on a Polly Shore collection? Oh, you would have to pay me. Really? You, you have that <laughs> anti Polly Shore? I don't believe it, Chris. Uh, I think I think with with I dare say minimal. All right, David. How about this, bud? Influence. Um, you got to give me a couple of months of. Uh, oh no, no, yeah, yeah. This is this high shoulder at some point. Okay, and then maybe I'll start thinking about. I just I kind of like Paulie Shore movies, man. I'm trying to think, what do you got? Encino Man. Yeah, Encino Man. You got In the Army now. You got Biodome. Uh, Biodome. Right? You got uh, um, Son in Law. Son in Law. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a goofy movie is he in that really yeah, he's like a big character in that uh, he's still in it <laughs> oh interesting yeah he goes jesus yes oh man that that bit will get old so quick <laughs> wasn't seen no man? we're bringing it back we're bringing it back was not Cino man is first no probably maybe uh, that was wait. brennan fraser early. fraser yeah. Ooh, we can do a Brendan Fraser ooh, ooh, off. Did you guys see the footage of uh today's Brendan Fraser's birthday? And oh yeah, they, they had him on the Batgirl set and they were singing happy birthday. Uh guys, he's he's dressed up like Professor Pig a little bit. Oh shit, really? Oh man. He's dressed up like Professor Pig that's a little fucking bit. cool. I didn't even put that together, man. He looks he looks a little rough. <laughs> but you know what? He he looks like someone his age should look. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think I hate uh, it when I see fucking what a fifty something year old Paul Keanu Rudd. Reeves. And I'm like, why is Paul Rudd better looking than me? You know he's got twenty plus years on me. You know who's surprising looks really old? And I saw him in a recently in a movie. Uh Tom Hanks in Finch looks so fucking old. Like I mean, Tom Hanks is old. pretty up there, right? I know he's he's in his sixties, but like, I just, he looks more wrinkly than I've ever seen him. Yeah, you know, what was that movie, um, Cloud Atlas? Yeah, that's what Tom Tom Hanks should always look like now. <laughs> the bald head with the goatee. Yeah, give me that weird guy with the goatee. That's, listen, that's all right. my Tom Hanks. Thing. I got listen. <laughs> I, I have it in my head, right? This is what Chris is going to have to watch for Pauly Shore. Uh, Encino Man, Son in Law. In the Army Now, Jury Duty, and Biodome. Yeah, we're going to probably get my Redfin and Fellini before we... No, no, that's fine. Close to Pauly Shore. Oh, and then you have to watch Why Men Go Gay in L.A. Apparently he's in that. <laughs> okay. What the fuck is this? All right. I like so, that Chris was like, I'm trying to class it up a little bit. Yeah, and Devin's like, Pauly Shore! Pauly Shore! This is what I have to deal with. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I answer class. He gives me, he gives me Pauly Shore. 
thought this was a nice restaurant. <laughs> Fine, Pauly Shore's dead. You got to watch the serious one. <laughs> oh, I don't want to watch that. I think that's his, his weird comeback one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Chris isn't going to do it. I dig, like I said, Fellini, Renfin first. Then, then, then Fellini, Renfin, Shore. Sure. <laughs> It's that short list I always think about. Yeah, it's Chris's Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Fellini, Ruffin, Shore. On my Mount Rushmore, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. What's your snack of choice, though, Chris? I really don't snack much when I watch movies. Really? I, I, I need the snack. Or else... yeah, dude, I, I haven't been snacking at all. I'm trying to lose weight, so it's like okay. I've been cutting it out. It sucks. Let me tell you. Snacking on celery? Yeah, like if that apple slices sometimes, like I'll eat trail mix if it's around nah, chris don't lie you're blue velvet in it man i know you got that o2 tank right by you <laughs> <sighs> keep singing <sighs> <sighs> oh Ernest, keep singing <sighs> devin's hiding in the fucking closet <laughs> mommy <laughs> <laughs> i think he's watching a paulie shore movie for mommy give me the juice <laughs> God, how'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Frank and Pauly Shore. Never thought I'd reference, but it doesn't the same time. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, okay. I think that's it. If any, you guys have anything else to say. <laughs> um, not about Ernest. Yeah. Uh, sadly. Yeah. No more. No more. You Just, no- I wish. Who would you kill to bring Ernest back, Chris? Mm-hmm. Who would I kill? Yeah. Kill? <laughs> yeah, like if you had to sub out Ernest, like a Jim Varney soul for another I soul. Would, I would do what Thanos did. I'd kill half the Marvel Universe. For one man? Yeah, yeah. for one man? Ex- acceptable. Only one man? You know how important he is to me? You know how many characters he plays? And you, have to kill, you have to kill them to get them all back. Yeah, come on. Half the Marvel Universe, like the actors actually die. <laughs> Spider, oh my god! I don't care who. It's worth it. The Ernest, and then you find out that like he, he's really nasty in Trump's America. You're like, oh, oh shit, nuts. Sorry. Roll hey Vern, I like this Ted Cruz fella. <laughs> he's like, hey, you know what I mean, Vern? Let's talk about cancer culture, Vern. You don't need to wear a mask, Vern. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and Vern's like, Vern's like, Jim, it's not. Cancer culture. <laughs> cancer oh, culture. man. That's so sad. God damn. Way to go, Steve. You know what I mean, Devin? <laughs> you know what I mean, Devin? <laughs> it's Chris. Just, after looking at the monster, that he, no, you know, that's, you, you know, know what I imagine? You know what it is? When I, when I read that last factoid about his death, I looked out yeah. the window, my window, with my hands behind my back, and I said, I know what you mean. Oh, <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I just think that Chris does it, but it's a Hellraiser, Jim Verney, Varney, so he has no skin. He's like, and then he has to like eat people to get their skin back. You know what I mean, Chris? I do. I gotta solve the puzzle box. I do. We have such flesh as to show you, Ernest. <laughs> Yo, Ernest goes the fucking set of Ernest goes the Hellraiser. <laughs> Ernest, be well. We I, have hey, Darren, I solved the puzzle. 
You solved it. I showed up. <laughs> it's burned. It's burned in head. He's just like, oh man, oh man, this works too well. Because you show, and then he just like shoots the chains, and it's just like it's like attacking all of the earnest characters first. Bang! <laughs> they just like not. Poor Chuck. <laughs> Poor Chuck and Bob. Ear, ear, ear. That's hey, what he Bob, does when he man. when one of them dies. Ear, ear, ear. Yeah. I'm just saying. I think there's there's. He's, he was one of the he was one of the rare uh, people of our era that had that rubber face that like Jim. Yeah, one hundred percent. I really I, as a kid that that made me laugh so hard, right to my funny bone. You need, you need to tell <laughs> me a joke. I I don't, I don't understand words, but faces. You're in. Hilarious. <laughs> You're in, Coach. Oof. All right, that's it. That's it, man. It. That's it. All right. Know See what I mean? you next time for the Matrix. Know what I mean, Neo? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>